You're listening to Quantum Childhood, a Tales from the Loop actual play podcast presented by Geek at Arms. My name is Brian, I'll be the Game Master. Let's introduce our players. Hi, I'm Jacob. I play Kevin, the popular kid, who's like 13 or something. Uh, I am Jacob, not the same one, and I play Cody the Hick. My character's name is Billy Jacobs. He's a 14-year-old troublemaker. And uh, my name is James. This is episode 9 of the Four Seasons of Mad Science, The Riddle of Farty Allen, Part 2. When we left off, you had fled the the middle school, just steps ahead of Farty Allen and his mysterious clone. You had discovered that the uh, previous librarian had vanished just about the same time that Allen's checkups had stopped. And... Kevin, when you got home, you realized that you had picked up a piece of paper without even realizing that you had it in your hand. Sounds like Kevin. (laughs) Because I realized that I had given you a dead end clue instead of actually giving you information. And it is a kind of a a cover letter, just like with it, with an inventory list of all of the students' blood samples and the header gives an address and a location to where that information was going. And it was heading for a company called Microlex, which is in Southeast Boulder city. Oh, is that the good side of city? Kind of. It's it's if the, if the bad part of the city is the, the bit that stretched out along 93, because that's where the highway is. And that's where all the little tchotchke shops and, and the dumpy part neighborhoods are. Microlex is kind of like the opposite side of town. But it's sort of a uh, kind of industrial park area. A lot of of those kind of generic uh, commercial buildings that are all in a row and they've just got parking lots and you can't tell what one company is versus another because they're all, they all look the same. Okay. So then it is the next day and you guys are at school again. When you arrived this morning, you see that somebody has put up lots of posters and signs about an upcoming school dance. And as you walk through the halls, the the girls are all making eyes at the boys they think are cute, tittering in corners, gossiping with each other. It's going to make it hard for Kevin to get anywhere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kevin is definitely the the subject of, of many stares and, and, and coups and girls turning red and, and looking away. But you managed to get through the, the first part of the day. And during lunch, a girl approaches Cody. This is Jenny Shantz, and she's she's asking about the the homework from math class, but while she talks to you, she keeps glancing pointedly at at one of the posters for the dance and smiling at you. I'm I'm thinking Cody is blind to this, (laughs) but he realizes that this may, given that girls don't normally talk to him. Uh, this this may be a good opportunity to see if there's any any information about I forgot her name Stacy <laughs> oh, in the grapevine. Smooth. So this I'm, is not going to be an episode of How I Met Your Mother. I'm going to keep it professional. <laughs> but as far as the dance goes, I am oblivious. Okay. Just competent at math. All right. So she says, 
Oh, and that that part about quadratic equations. Did you understand that? I didn't. I didn't quite follow it all. Uh, out of character. I'm trying to remember details about the quadratic equation now. <laughs> um, Leave it to you, Brian, I, to bring up actual math in an RPG. <laughs> it does. Parabolas. Parabolas. Hey, remember, I like to play favorite. traveler. <laughs> yes, but we don't. <laughs> I'm going to tell. Here's this: the secret my dad told me is that, well, in real life, stuff like the quadratic equation you don't really use. So he just taught me to memorize it, and I, uh, I, I start giving her a mnemonic to remember it. Um, although I, Jacob, cannot think of <laughs> which one that would be at the moment. <laughs> That's okay. I can't remember it either. She says, oh, that is so smart. Do you, Thank do you, think, you. Do you think maybe we could study together sometime? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> this, this My is... place or yours? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could go to your room. Um, she glances at that poster again. All right. I'll have to, I'll have to get back to you on that. I don't want to admit about my dad being <laughs> mad the window so were you going to ask her about stacy um or do we want to put this in the abstract layer yeah i don't know I'm, i i can't i can't think of a good hook off the top of my head okay well we'll we'll just say that the conversation wandered that direction and as soon as you bring up uh this other girl she starts looking a little miffed and you're oh. not sure why <laughs> she says oh that girl what it She's so old. What's she doing in the school anyway? She must have. She must have failed like four times. Oh, that's a good point. I wonder if she needs help with math too. <laughs> she she takes a half a step backward and 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 kind of swishes her hips a little bit. She says, "I'll I'll see you later," and she walks away. See ya. <laughs> what did you say this girl's name was again? Jenny. Jenny. All right. Uh, and as she walks away, her, her friend. We know her number. <laughs> her friend stares daggers at you and follow, follows behind her. And you're still confused as to what those looks are about. Uh, All these girls behave so weird. Yeah. <laughs> and her friend is also named Jenny. She's other Jenny. Oh, okay. Do they look identical? They do not. Oh, okay. Is there a click at the school called the Jenny's? Well, it's just the two of them, but sure, they're kind of a, they're kind of clickish. It's Jenny, Jenny, and Julie, really. All right. Now I have to write down Julie. <laughs> <laughs> and thus, a new NPC was born. <laughs> I'm a little scared about meeting Julie. So this is a little bit like the the click that I had in my school, which is see, it was Crystal, Christina, Christy. I think there were actually two Christies. There was Christy with a K and Christy with a C. <laughs> Ooh, goodness. <laughs> All right, so that takes care of Cody. Billy. Yes. You have a, a class that you would like to, to be in for your scene? Hmm. We'll spin the wheel and history. So you're in history class, and the teacher is just boring. Uh, he's talking about something about World War uh, II again because everybody, every history teacher wants to talk about World War II or Egypt. I figured it was the Industrial Revolution. <laughs> it's all the same to you, in, really. 
in, important, but so slow. Well, this guy manages to make make the German blitz seem like just tea time. You're you're amazed at mm. how he can turn uh, global conflict into such banal dreck. For the purposes of everyone's imagination, the part of the history teacher in this podcast will be played by Ben Stein. <laughs> the German advance was unstoppable. The Allied forces could do nothing to prevent the Germans from annexing Poland. And as much as Churchill attempted to rein in German aggression, the rest of the world would not fall in behind him. And that's when the Nazi party cabinet decided to call a roll call. Fuhrer, <laughs> Fuhrer, Fuhrer. Is Mr. Heimler here today? <laughs> Heimler? Oh, there you are. So what are you doing to cope with the boredom? I've got a piece of paper out and pencil. And while some people may think I'm taking studious notes, I'm actually drawing that weird S thing that everyone in middle school and high school always drew in the 80s and other just weird, random <laughs> stuff. The Twisted Sister logo? Yes, that one. <laughs> so the, the guy behind you leans over your shoulder and says, dude, that is awesome. And you look, you look behind you and you realize that it's one of the toadies that was picking on Cody uh, when you first met, met everybody. Okay. I'm like, yeah, they should put it on the cover of their next album. Who should? It's Twisted Sister, dude. Do you, seriously? I, I, I don't know what to do with that. He has the, uh, the good sense to at least look embarrassed over not knowing what the, what the logo was for. He says, um, so, so you into music? Yep. Cool. And he clearly has nothing to say about that. Like, but for some reason he's trying to strike up a conversation. Doesn't know how. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Um, uh, do you listen to any bands, dude? I'm sitting here trying to trying trying to get a read on this guy. <laughs> yeah, man, I like Kenny Loggins. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh, you're serious? Oh yeah, yeah, totally, man. Oh, okay. I wow. Um, I didn't know he was still alive. Okay. Um, cool. In, in, any any anyone else? I've got exactly who I want to say, but I can't think of the the name. Uh, What's the song? John Denver? <laughs> no, uh, Huey Lewis in the news. Oh, okay. So yeah, man, Huey, Huey Lewis, that's that's good stuff. I, I stare at him for a second and, and I... Okay, the heart of rock and roll wasn't bad. <laughs> All right, let's move on then. Kevin. Yes. Uh, so you're in shop class. Oh, that's actually where I was going to pick. Oh, really? Awesome. The shop teacher has given you. See, we have a name for him, I think. Oh wait, wait uh, Mr. Reynolds. Mr. Mr. Reynolds. Yes. All right. So he's given the class uh, an assignment to make a box, and he's shown you the the dimensions to cut all the pieces and everything. And he just kind of lets everybody go and ignores them, uh, which seems irresponsible in a place with a lot of power tools. But that's the way he is. 
Uh, and while you're working on on your box, uh, give me a tinker roll for for box making. Because <laughs> this will be funny. How many fingers do I lose? <laughs> <laughs> oh, just call me right. Mister Bader Fingers. Well, it's an '80s <laughs> shop wood shop, so <laughs> no less than three. Uh, so you've you've cut all the pieces and you followed the instructions. You know, you measured once and cut twice. And for some reason, it just it, it's not coming together for you, and, and none of the pieces are fitting. So you're just kind of filling the the gaps between the pieces with lots and lots of glue. And this this in no <laughs> way resembles my actual shop class experience, not at all. In the meantime, the teacher is is back at the back of the room, and he's he's building something uh, with circuit boards. It's it's this this elaborate looking machine. It's got loops of wires going all over the place, and he solders something occasionally. And uh, about the time that you're you're coming to the conclusion that this box is never going to actually hold anything, he flips a switch and all of the the lights in the whole school just go out. Oh, cool! And everybody sits there for a few seconds, and then all of the kids, of course, scream because that's what kids do when the the, the lights go out. Uh, I don't scream. I've I've been chased by a T Rex. <laughs> uh, and it's it's like there's no point in screaming because there's there's windows to the outside and so it's not actually dark oh but he kind of clears his throat and and flips the switch again and the lights all come back on okay okay and do i get any weird vibes from the machine weird vibes Ooh, is it plugged in or was it not plugged in uh yes it is plugged in it's it's got like this this heavy duty extension cable that he's plugged it into. Uh, okay, I don't see anything that's like a well. I, Kevin's not going to press a button for once in his life. <laughs> <laughs> there there is some strangeness that you notice that goes on with this. Um, while the lights were out, you see a kind of familiar looking jello like wobble in the space in front of his desk. Oh, is it like that Jello that took Enzo to the other reality? Uh, it, I mean, it looks a little bit more like when things were passing through that portal to the Cretaceous. Oh, oh cool. Okay, Kevin's gonna kind of be chill a little bit because he doesn't want to get eaten. I mean, because <laughs> clearly my teacher's a little more weird than I thought. <laughs> nine six <laughs> nine finger. Reynolds was a cool guy, I thought. Normal guy. Uh, uh, he lost one of his fingers. I I mean, Chuck was there. He may have been involved. But it's <laughs> bygones been bygones. Oh, well, that's now totally changing my uh, plot behind him. <laughs> <laughs> Wants to go back in time and get his finger back. I have a bad feeling. Visions of him going back in time and killing Chuck. <laughs> so i'm gonna have to talk through this this uh fear with mrs peabody later <laughs> all right so school lets out as usual and you guys meet back up at the hideout so take it away cool she's he's probably not gonna kill your brother Cool, <laughs> maybe who knows i only have six fingers no, you don't. You don't have any. Feet fingers. <laughs> Valid point. You got me there. Touche. 
Okay, and uh, off and on, I've been trying to teach Mrs. Peabody how to play checkers. How's that going? <laughs> Not well. Okay. I'm assuming she grabs a piece and flies around and just saying, king me, king me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you kind of got the concept. She likes to drop the checkers on your head. Well, not from too high up, right? No, they're just checkers, so they don't hurt. Okay. (laughs) And there's not really a whole lot of, like, height to this underground speakeasy place that you've got, so she can't get very high. Uh, gotcha. She might get better at checkers if we can get her uh, veterinary care, right? Yes, her inc- well, incision on the side of her head is starting to look rather kind of nasty. Oh, yeah. Kevin has another feeling of guilt. <laughs> Let's see. So the other guys are here, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm going to show them. I, I'm like, okay. Um, I have two orders of business for the Avengers. and. That is, we need to find a veterinarian and who will pay, take money from me. So probably like a mobster veterinarian. I have this, I have the address of where they're sending our blood and we'll leave off the other one for now. I'm sure it won't come in handy later. Uh, Point of order. We're calling ourselves the Avengers. Point of. What happened to Wolverines? Yeah, man. It's cool. Uh, you know my memory. I mean, Wolverines. I just don't know, man. Well, it is more original. What's a Wolverine? Uh, <laughs> I know more dangerous than a possum, but less dangerous than a honey badger. Okay, what's a honey badger? I don't really know. I, I just know they're. I don't know, man. I, do I look like an issue of National Geographic? <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Billy, you're gonna. Are you going to invite anybody to the dance? No, but I'm a little scared that the dude sitting behind me in history class was about to ask me. Oh, really? <laughs> he Okay, he he starts looking over my shoulder cuz I'm drawing because there's nothing better to do in that class. And okay, first of all, who doesn't recognize a twisted sister logo? And secondly, Dude, who still lis- who still listens to Kenny Loggins? Kevin guiltily uh grabs at his collar. <laughs> I'm serious. I think I heard my grandma one time listening to the the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. But then I'm like, he's he goes on and and and, and he, okay, and Huey Lewis. I mean, it's not horrible, but still, I worry for the youth of America if this is who they're listening to. No, that's true. No, no mercy for Huey Lewis or the news. I mean, dead serious. The first time this guy ever hears Guns N' Roses, his his mind is just going to explode. Wait, Guns N' Roses was an 80s band? Yeah. We all Google it really quick. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have sent Van Halen. That would have been a better reference. Van Halen clearly was active in the 80s. We can all agree on that. Yes. If only because of the appearance yeah, in Back to the Future. Yeah. They were in Back to the Future? Marty played some Van Halen for his dad to wake him up when he was pretending to be Darth Vader from the planet Vulcan. Oh, (laughs) I need to rewatch that. then. (laughs) Guess we're drawing all of our music references from back to the future today. huh? (laughs) I shall remind you at this point that you still haven't actually solved 
the riddle of Farty Allen. Oh yeah, but we know it has to do with that blood, man. But now we now we have the name of our adventure, the riddle of Farty Allen. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. By the way, I found this piece of paper that has the address of where I think they put all our blood. Where is it? Uh, the southeast of town. It's called uh, Microlex. Microlex. I'm wondering if they're related to Lex Luthor, maybe? Mm. Small chance? Yeah, it does sound like a pretty villainous name. That logic does track. Yeah, and I haven't heard of him before. You guys want to bike over there and check it out? Uh, It does seem like what we do. And wait, maybe they'll have medical equipment there that, that could help the bird. Yeah, but like... There you go. Okay, but I'm not doing surgery. You saw my box. <laughs> Did we? Did you show it to us? <laughs> yeah, I pick it up as it falls apart. <laughs> oh, yeah. We can just look. Look today. Don't touch. And by the way, I'm laying down even odds that we're going to find even more Farty Allens guarding <laughs> this place. I'm, I'm just putting it out there right now. That's fair enough. Do we know if he's allergic to anything? <laughs> Maybe like strawberry uh, corn? Strawberry corn? That's a weird substance. Well, I think he's allergic to a lot of things, hence the gastrointestinal problems. <laughs> but no kryptonite. Okay. Um, so, if he's a clone... Wait, if he's a robot cyborg... I mean, if he's a robot and the librarian's inside of him, he might be susceptible to water, so I'm gonna <laughs> go packing my... Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. We just made a couple of leaps of logic there. <laughs> no... You remember, man, at the last night at the school. So, we this librarian is smaller than Farty Allen, right? Oh, that's right. Oh, wearing that's him, true. yeah, yeah. Talk about you know she's 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 wearing him like a like a smelly Farty suit. <laughs> exactly. I'm not sure why, but plausible. So, I, I'm good. You know what? I've watched just enough episodes of Voltron that this could be doable. Okay, so uh, Kevin's going to go, but he's going to be packing his small little pocket water gun hidden, <laughs> like, in his waistband, <laughs> but loaded. One of these days, spraying something with water is actually going to work for you. It's going to be hilarious. It would have worked every other time <laughs> if the bucket <laughs> was with me. <laughs> All right, so you are going to Microlex then, is that right? Yeah. Yes. Go check it out. So you approach, and as I said, this is one of those areas where it's just one nondescript building after another. This particular nondescript building is surrounded by a uh, an iron fence, just like those square poles, so you can see through it easily enough. And it's got a, a rollback gate uh, across the parking lot and a locking gate at the back, the back where this uh, sidewalk goes through but they are both open right now and the parking lot is full what time of day is this uh it's probably around 4 30 so this probably getting close to end end of day for uh office workers i say we camp out for about an hour hour and a half and keep an eye on everyone who's coming out to their cars see if we recognize anybody and uh waiting until the place is pretty much empty i agree that's a very good plan billy all right. Do we have bushes? Do some strategic loitering. We're t- 
Hey, it's all in the prep and setup. Does the building say anything? Uh, it has a uh, a logo on it, just the logo type Microlex. Okay. Button. Oh, and I'd like to pause here. I know it says Microlex, all one word, but it's clearly going to be micro, then uppercase L. There's no way it would it not be that. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like the, the typical corporate branding that tries to look innovative and new and just winds up looking like every other corporate logo. Yeah. Uh, so it's like in italics and the two halves of the word are in different colors. Right, that kind of thing. It's got a, <laughs> it's got a swoosh. <laughs> so you wait around watching as people leave, go out to their cars and, and motor away. And sure enough, you do see somebody that you recognize at about five forty-five. Lena Peterson walks out of the building. Bogus. <laughs> She's not in her usual white lab coat with the yin yang symbol. She's in a, a kind of business attire, pantsuit kind of thing. And she gets into her car and leaves just like everybody else does. I'm trying to remember, were we good friends of her now? Uh, no. <laughs> she was still in like her drug induced coma, right? She doesn't really know who we are. <laughs> yeah, she she still had some delirium going on. When you left her, so let's <laughs> so let's run down the list. Mind control check, robot builder check, cloning check. Is anyone else sensing a pattern here? I mean, time portal. Let's not forget time portal. As if we could forget Denver. But that one did bring us dinosaurs, so I'm going to put that one in the okay category. Definitely. What kind of car is she driving? I'm assuming like a beetle, a bug, <laughs> station wagon with wood paneling on the side. Uh, the latter seems more likely than the beetle. Actually, you Do know we what? See she, any, like bodies. She she drives one of those those uh, big panel vans. Oh gosh, yes. What are we talking? Like those Dodge vans? Mm-hmm. With the shag carpet. Exactly. Checks. Oh, the, that uh, is so cool. The the seats in the back any, have uh, been any, removed. Any air air. Any airbrushing, any sweet airbrushing on the no, side? No, uh, it's very utilitarian. Uh, it looks like when you when you were examining it back at her at her farm, it looked like she used it to transport bulky objects quite frequently. There was like oil stains on the on the carpeting in the back, and the seats had been removed. I hide a little when she comes by. Uh, you you duck down behind some decorative boulders. Is the gate still open after everyone leaves? Uh, there are still a couple of cars there uh, by the time Lena leaves and the gate is still open. The one at the back, you saw a uh, a guy come by and close that and lock it about 20 minutes ago. Hmm. We probably need to leave our bikes outside the gate. That would be suspicious. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all noticed the, the crazy scientist, right? Definitely. Are you going to ask her to the dance? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, but I'm I'm thinking that it might make sense to talk to her if we can. Obviously, that would have to wait till tomorrow since I don't know where she lives. But <laughs> we could break. I can now. talk to my dad about her again. Didn't talk to her later. You were. You- yeah. We were at her house just a few weeks ago. Wait, we know where her house is? That was where the dinosaurs were. 
Oh, oh up on the I hill that and was everything. Mad scientist retreat. Well, it's that too. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I wonder if insurance covered that. <laughs> Come out and assess the barn. No, we could go talk to it. I mean, we did save we our life. Yeah, we could try to check out this place too. And we do have I bargaining just... stuff too. Because I still got that dinosaur tooth. Oh, yeah. But yeah, how how confident are you guys trying to get into this place? Especially because it looks like looks like there's some people who aren't leaving. Mm. I want to move a little closer to the building. Like, is there any any anything that we can see, or would we have to try to get inside? Oh, windows. Yeah. Moving around the building, you can see that uh, at the there's a kind of a front desk area. And you can see there's a guy sitting there at the reception desk. He looks like he's maybe a security guard. Hmm. Security. I don't know. Maybe we could go in and ask about Lena directly. Mm. I think we're and, giving away um, too up much. here, since you're moving around and looking in, up at the north end, there is a garage door that's still like open uh, a couple feet off the ground. Oh. And you can... I think that's our point of entry. You can see in there that there's some uh, some kind of equipment inside it. However, to get there, you would have to traverse either climb over the fence up there or traverse yeah. the entire parking lot. Mm. All right. I say fence. Yeah. Because, I mean, what 80s do boy isn't accustomed to climbing a fence a couple of times? It's true. And I have a rope. <laughs> I have a jacket. No, I, think you're, I think you're onto something, Billy. If we can get over the fence, roll under that uh, that garage door, mm -hmm. TJ Hooker style. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, what 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 do you think they have in there? What kind of machinery does it look like? Like, does it look like a vehicle? It looks like it's it's mostly kind of high tech stuff. It doesn't look like heavy equipment. Okay. All right. Like, uh, there's some kind of maybe a robotic uh, assembly device in there gotcha. okay new plan guys let's peek in here then call our parents and tell them we're gonna go eat supper with a teacher and let's go eat supper with lena she owes us <laughs> that's i like it because it's not lying it's a good one mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah i'm trying it and there's one. also the possibility of scrounging free food from somebody you only have to ride your bicycles up a mountain for 45 minutes to get there. It's probably more like an hour and a half to get up there. I'd have to measure it. Well, do we want to do that or do we want to try to actually, since we're here, sneak a peek inside? Peek first. Eat later. Ask questions later. Yes. How high is the fence? Um... I'm going to say it's about uh, eight feet. Ah, easy peasy. It's not electrified, is it? No, it is not. It does, okay. however, have those <laughs> those uh, spear-like points on the tops of each of the the rails. How far away Man, are no rails? Worries. How far apart? Uh, so that's about eight inches, maybe. I can fit all the room in the world. 
All right. Uh, if you want to attempt to go through or over the fence, I will need move rolls. All right. Can I try to go over with my rope? You may. All right. Oh, come on. All right. Uh, well, this uh, this is going to be a great day. <laughs> Cody can get over and can help one other over. Like, dude, your rope sucks. The other one is going to take a condition from getting stuck or stabbed or something. Not a well, it wasn't a problem for me to get over. So for that remark, I'm gonna I'm gonna help Kevin legitimately. Um but I'll I'll let Billy decide what condition he takes, but I uh I mess with the rope while he's getting over. <laughs> <laughs> Causing him to take a condition. <laughs> All right, Brian. What condition? I'm, keep in mind, I'm already exhausted. Um, or did be, because I rested from the day before, for when we had our tussle with uh, the um, farties. Is that is that healed up? You guys spent time in the hideout, so that would have cleared the condition. Okay, which means you could actually roll one more dice. I think. Oh yeah, just to see if you get a roll one d six. Nope. So you get that condition right back again. So I'm exhausted again. Well, whichever one you like, you can describe exactly what happens to give you the condition of your choice. Keeping in mind that Cody sabotaged you. I will take the condition upset because one, his rope, no matter what he said, his rope was a stupid idea. And two, slightly angry that dude sabotaged me, even though it was obviously his rope's fault. (laughs) It was a betrayal. I'll take responsibility for that. (laughs) So the three of you are over the fence. Kevin's taken point for once and casually, but also sneakily going over here to the door and like right. doing doing this and peeking around Scooby-Doo style. <laughs> and give me a sneak roll. You might as well just start singing the national anthem again. Now roll it with your jacket. Oh, give the excuse of, of looking have... particularly casual and like you belong here. Oh, you oh, made it. So I got to roll two more for my jacket. So you can see if you're super suave. He is not. Man. All right. <laughs> the security guard's like, there's a kid trying to sneak in, but he's wearing a great jacket. So I'm going to let it slide. <laughs> he must belong here. <laughs> so you peek in. Let's see one of those experimental units. <laughs> wow, that jacket. There is a German shepherd lounging in there. It doesn't seem to have noticed you. You're pretty good with dogs. So I've You're watched good Kevin with dogs. Do <laughs> I mean, his his skill with dogs is not bad if you're trying to get past a guard dog. <laughs> <laughs> All he has to do is talk it up onto the roof. Um, do I like see the name tag? Uh, no. You you get the name of the dog for free. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, Olga. That's like a Norse name. Or okay. German. Think less or, Vikings, you know. more Oompapa band. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But both could kill you in the right circumstances. <laughs> American dogs won't kill me. Yeah, except it's a German See. shepherd. Oh, well, Kevin doesn't know that. At least not <laughs> in the moment. In the heat of the moment. <laughs> okay, do I see like a door or something over here? Uh, or is this all I'm seeing right now? You can't really see uh, much beyond this this corner over here. Uh, blocks your your view. I mean, I guess you could see a little bit more of the wall there. Okay. Like I uh, wave to the guys. Like we should come like, over. 
Yes. Sneakily? Casually. Uh, you will need to make a sneak to approach the doors without the, alerting the dog. Okay. Well, but Kevin, have you communicated that there's a dog? No, I have not. How do you communicate that? <laughs> right. Well, I'm just going to try straight sneak. Same here. Hey, guys, there's a dog. <laughs> make a shadow puppet, I, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh. Woof. Uh, so you sneak anyway, and you get over over close right. to Kevin. And with the bonus effect on a sneak roll, I think you find something unexpected or more of what you were looking for. What would you find that's unexpected here? A second dog named Franz. Well, what's the deal with the elevator and the fact that this is the upper floor? This elevator is one of those freight elevators like with a cage. Oh. It goes down into the floor. Okay. Oh, cool. You know, a burger laying su- around would be nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> Since it was suggested, uh, uh, who, who's another dog? Who's all comes out around the corner? Who's all for um, from now on, uh, including dog biscuits in our backpacks for whenever we do this stuff? Definitely. I finger the corn. That's useless now. <laughs> <laughs> if only they were guard birds, you'd be set. <laughs> guard raptors house raptors actually i'm really glad that they're just dogs now that you said house raptors <laughs> <laughs> and sorry don't want to bring up bad memories the machinery that we can see under the gate mm-hmm. can we see it more clearly now yeah you still don't really have much of a clue of what it does okay. because just high-tech stuff not important and i didn't bother to figure out what it does Right. So, um, have the dogs noticed? This is the high-tech equivalent of the vampire's underwear. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm assuming the dogs have noticed us. Not yet. Okay. Are they chained? At least not until you do something else. Have they ch- are they chained to anything, or are they, call- are they leashless? They're leashless. Good. Okay, Dude, do we have anything? These aren't guard dogs. Why would you have guard dogs inside? To- in case someone tries to sneak in? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. What kind of place has dogs, man? I mean, this is obviously the office therapy dogs. What if they're? My dad told me about these. None. What if they're? What if they're guard robot dogs? Oh no! What if they're chihuahuas on in mech suits? <laughs> that actually would scare me more because chihuahuas are little jerks. Yeah, that'd be way yeah, worse. Seriously. A chihuahua brain in the body of a German Shepherd. <laughs> yeah, that's end of the world type thinking there. Yeah. That would dismember you. Wouldn't just disable you. Okay. Hopefully so it's not. You're you're welcome to go get some some therapy from the German Shepherds if yes. you'd like, Kevin. Just let me know before you do so mm-hmm. I can uh We'll be back here. Get far away. Watching <laughs> and then we'll you... remember you uh in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does anybody have some beef jerky? Why would I carry beef jerky? Dude, you gotta be prepared. Also, it's I would have eaten the beef jerky. It's late enough now. Oh, <laughs> well, now you're the beef jerky then. Okay, add <laughs> add beef jerky to the right beside the dog treats. Our shopping list is growing. We need to find a source of more funds. I, I should remind you there are no bags of holding in this game. Hmm. No point. Maybe normal biscuits. They're dual purpose. You you could argue that 1980s uh, teen backpacks. 
in 80s movies are pretty bag of holding like. It's true. Okay. You need Daphne um, in a Here's my plan, purse. guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, um, plan. I'll get the therapy and kind of distract them, and you guys go to the elevator and activate it, and I'll do a James Bond, uh, Indiana Jones run to it. Do I have anything else on me? Dude. <laughs> Dude, forget James Bond. Yeah, forget that. Do the do what was that movie? Do the Crocodile Dundee thing to him. <laughs> if, if it worked for Paul Hogan, it could work for you. Yeah, I don't remember what Crocodile Dundee did to animals. I just remember that that's not a knife. This is a knife. He had like this thing. He'd like stick his <laughs> hand out, and he would like do, make this noise, and he could like you know calm down like water buffaloes and you know, uh, street dogs and other things. I mean, I am pretty charming. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm going to crocodile Dundee it. Go for it. As you go off to do that, who's doing that? Jacob? Yes. As you walk walk forward, I look to Kev. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Everybody here is named Jacob. Okay. Who's who's character? Okay. Is Cody going to do it? No. Cody knows himself well enough to not try to charm two guy dogs. So Kevin is the one who's about to charm the dogs. Yes. Okay. Yes. As as Kevin goes to do that, Billy looks at uh, at Cody and goes, "I'm gonna miss him <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> a little bit." Oh, well, Kevin doesn't hear that. So, <laughs> all right. So, so, like, so are you going to go along with this? And you are going to the elevator. It looks like we're doing this. All right, uh, <laughs> Kevin. Since this is your plan, and you've given instructions to your comrades, would you like to make a lead role? Oh, yes, oh, do that. Yeah. Because I can back you up with the rope. Like, I can try to disable one if I need to. Oh, wow. <laughs> Four All success. Right. Dude. I shout freedom, and we win. <laughs> Dude, we, we we own these dogs now. We are inspired. <laughs> All right, so that will give you six additional dice in the dice pool. And oh, uh, you can heal a condition, which I think only uh, Billy has one right, th- right now. Yeah, I'm like, Billy, you got this. Get you, your head is in the game. You are the game. This is Jumanji, <laughs> except for there's going to be a lower body count. I sure hope so. Kevin watched Jumanji and Alien at the same time. Predator, he's a little mixed up. All right, so you can't use the dice for your charm roll, but you definitely can for Cody and Billy's either move or sneak. I suppose we should make our sneak rolls to see if we need help. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Boom. Apparently sneaky, not. Sneaky. All right, so then we so. still need Kevin to make a charm roll on the dogs. The dogs will be like, I don't know about this kid, but that jacket. <laughs> does the jacket work on dogs? The jacket does not work on dogs. They yeah, are... they're, they're colorblind, so it, yeah. yeah, nothing. Oh, yeah. Just they're a, not a very fashion human. conscience. Conscious. <laughs> Yeah, they're both wearing the same thing. <laughs> okay. Uh oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna force a success with my pride. Alright. Okay. Ouch. Alright, so Kevin rolls under the door and both dogs immediately uh their ears pop up and they look at him and they both start growling. Okay. Uh Kevin's like uh he thinks about Crocodile Dundee, but he's a little thinking that's not a good idea anymore and uh he starts talking about his childhood <laughs> and all the therapy he needs he'd be like 
you know what? Um, I had a friend like you, and uh, well, he jumped off the roof, and <laughs> I've never got over it, man. I mean, dog. Oh, they seem Olga. to. Uh, <laughs> they seem to respond to your friendly tone, and they 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 come up and they they sniff your hands and so forth. Uh, meanwhile, Billy and Cody scamper across to the elevator. All right. Now, with two successes, um, does that mean I noticed something about it that I wouldn't have or something new? Uh, I'm going to give that information to you once you are downstairs. Gotcha. Okay. Once we make it, I'm like, I like, give it up. Kev! Get in the elevator, man. Heart to heart time with like, dogs is done. Thanks for the help, guys. You're the best. <laughs> All right. The dogs just look at you as you take the elevator downstairs. Have you processed your dog-related trauma now? <laughs> A little, man. It kind of helped. I guess they were therapy dogs after all. <laughs> all right. So you lined up on the lower factory floor. And down here, there are at least one thing that you you recognize, and that is centrifuges with vials okay. of blood in them. Oh, Vampires! Kevin connects blood and vampires as the as we see those. Of course he does because he hasn't encountered blood related uh, mysteries at all in the last day or so. And the centrifuges oh. are just in this room. Uh yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a there's a a corridor to the south that looks like it opens onto a lot of offices, and then one the other direction. Uh, you can see into uh, this one fairly easily and see that it's a laboratory. These other three doors are closed. And there's the, the typical microscopes and stuff. Uh, Kevin, like, quickly just scans the centrifuges and see if there's any blood that's not red. Like, green, blue, um, purple. Well, most of the most of the vials that are in the centrifuges and are spinning have separated out uh, into the the red part and the the yellowish plasma. Oh, but uh, it all all looks like human blood. Kevin is like, guys, uh, there's alien. They're part alien because he does not know about plasma. <laughs> I'm assuming someone corrects him. Like, dude, no, that's that's what happened. My mom told me about this. That's what happens when you spin blood. Okay, that's that's that's. That's normal. All right. And uh, Billy, you're, you're, you've got uh, three mysteries overlapping here, and so I'm trying to figure out <laughs> what uh, information to give you when. Um, so you've got the neurology book that you looked at a little bit. So Billy's poking around, and he goes into this laboratory over here. And in here, there is some more documentation and scientist notes. And there's a, there's a lot of information about uh, nanotechnology here. And you, re you remember seeing some, some notes in the, in the margin of that, uh, that neurobiology book suggesting that uh, nanotech could be used in machine neural interfacing. I look up from the notes and I go, Robocop. No way. Uh, guys, according to this, it's more than just clones. It's more than they're just robots. They're trying to make... Oh, what's that? They're trying to make cyborgs. Oh, cool. 
Okay, yeah, actually, that is kind of cool. Dude, maybe <laughs> maybe that's what Mr. Reynolds is trying to get into so he can have a cyborg finger. A cyborg middle finger. A, a cyborg finger? Because yeah, you remember what he lost his middle finger? Instead of... Instead of just flipping you off, he can flip you off and shoot lasers. <laughs> Dude, that'd be so. I would never sleep through that class. Not that I have. I just never would. <laughs> Counterpoint: Cyborgs, cool. Cyborg Farty Allen, less cool. Uh, it just smelled like like beans and motor oil all day long. Dude, that's like what it smells like. <laughs> What if it? What if those? Guys, what if? What if? Ariel, what if they're not clones? What if they're cyborgs? I mean, that's basically my theory, man. Seems likely. Okay. So, do okay. Something I wanted to ask you, Brian, on the uh-huh. vials of blood that are not spinning. Do we happen to find our names or anyone else's names of import? Um, make an investigate roll, please. Oh, Kevin wants to look too. Can we all roll? Yep. Okay, I don't even know why I did that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, Billy, you do indeed find uh, your vial of blood. And several others, you recognize several other students' names. It looks like this is all the the samples that were taken from from the school kids. Uh, It's impossible to read the ones that are still spinning on the centrifuges, though. Kevin tries. Gets a little dizzy. (laughs) 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 Okay. So we found all the cool stuff, probably in this lab. Obvious stuff. I grabbed the vials of our blood. And then a couple of other random peoples as well. And uh, shove them into backpacks. Okay. I don't happen to find any Petri dishes of nanites, do I? No, you do not. It looks like any... uh, The materials that were being worked on in the laboratory here, uh, although there's still documentation there... um, there's no actual experiments present there. They must have been taken somewhere else or locked okay. up or something. Well, we got a we got another hallway to check out. Yeah, after failing to investigate, I want to edge down the hallway and see what there is to see. All right. Uh, which which hallway? The one to the east. The eastern one. Yeah. All right. The first two doors are are locked, uh, just with okay. normal cylinder locks. The third one has a fancy-looking keypad lock on it. Oh, um, okay. Well, Cody, are you going to try it? The keypad? Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not a hacker, man. <laughs> the cylinder locks could be opened with a tinker roll. Yeah. The keypad would require program. Yeah, wish we had Mogu here, but I can. I can try to pick the the old school locks at least. Dude, there's three locks. Three of us. Let's do them all on a count of three. Because cool <laughs> hey i've got my knife with me is the is there a way that i could try to wedge it between the door jam and the and the lock itself try to to wiggle yeah that would let you make the, a uh, a tinker roll with the with the knife as a a bonus all right well i'm going to tinker on one of the uh stupid locks okay the non electronic ones i guess i guess i'll do that to the uh, I guess I'll do that to the keypad right. lock. The keypad lock isn't going to open with the tinker roll at all. Uh, it's got a it's got a metal reinforced uh, okay. jam, like... 
and you can't get it to, to flex at all. And you're, you're afraid if you try any harder that you're going to break your knife. Gotcha. Then I guess I'll try it on one of the stupid locks. Oh, and Kevin's trying it on the uh, keypad. <laughs> He's just entering random random digits into it. <laughs> yeah. And all I and all I you know all I succeed in doing is just dulling up my knife a little bit. But uh, Cody manages to get into into his door. Okay. Okay. I run over to I run over to Cody's it's really door. exciting lab. Uh, oh boy. In here, there's what looks like. Uh, some sensing equipment. It looks like maybe it's, it's some some kind of electron microscope or something like that. And a, uh, I don't even know how you would do nano assembly necessarily. There's probably some lasers involved. Because lasers are always involved. That's right. If you got a if you got a fancy fancy schmancy science lab, you have lasers. That's that's Kevin like mad, mad science one hundred and one. <laughs> <laughs> what is Kevin doing? Uh, looking in the microscope. All right. Well, it's not the type that's got uh, eyepieces on it. It's got a screen and it's currently turned off. Oh, oh, there is the on button. I hit the on button. Okay. Uh, The microscope starts to warm up and you get all these kind of diagnostic readings. Uh, Looks like it runs some form of Unix. Oh, gosh, it's going to be be forever booting. This thing boots up. (laughs) Is there something that you want to examine? There's nothing in the tray right now. Oh, um, hey, uh, I pour somebody's blood out. I pour Billy a little Billy's blood out. Uh, and mine is in my own backpack. You do yours, <laughs> dude. Oh, well, I, I but I will volunteer mine because I am curious. Yeah, man, I want to know if all that uh, aspirin, hard aspirin you've been doing, has done anything to you. <laughs> <laughs> So are you just pouring the blood directly onto the plate? Yes. Uh, it just takes like a, a drop. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. You stopped me before I do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, j- let, let me, let me just, just let me do it. All right. Somebody make a calculate roll, please. Whoever's operating the, the microscope. Uh Oh, <laughs> so, just one die. All right. <laughs> Anybody else? Well, that's what you get for making tech your dump stat. <laughs> Anybody else want to try this? Why Kevin's not? Like we all gather around typing the thing. at random on the keyboard. All right. <laughs> no. Let's see. You're all nudging yeah. each other. No, it's no, not. Do this one like this, and then Control Alt Delete, and eventually you manage to lock up the machine. It's got a, a flashing red error message on the screen. Ooh, it's flashing kernel uh, panic. <laughs> <laughs> guru meditation error. <laughs> Uh, and you can't get it to respond after that. Kevin, how'd you turn it on? Turn it off. Oh, and then back on again? No, no, let's just leave it off. <laughs> no, just just turn it off and wipe up the blood. And that's, <laughs> that's something I never thought idea. you'd say to me. <laughs> 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 so I guess we shut the door and make it look like we weren't here. All right. You do your and best. Look- there's, there's a little bit of scarring on the door jam of the one that uh, Billy failed to break into. Looking down the other hallway, does it look basically the same in terms of its door layout? Pretty much. I mean, there's there's a, a series of doors down there. Um, you can see eventually there's a there's a bit of a corner. Uh, do I see anything oh, in a hallway that looks the like there. a laser outputter? Like in the spy movies? You do not. Oh, okay. That means they're there. I was going to say a camera, but... <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> 
Start starting at the edge of the the lower factory floor. Uh, mm-hmm. There's now low pile office carpeting down this hallway. Okay. You guys see the the hallway turn up there and branch off. Definitely. We should go check that one out too. The carpet's weird too. Let's check these doors too while we're at it. All right. So who knows? Going on down the hallway, you check each of the doors. Uh, a couple of them are open. Oh. Uh, and they open into offices. I grab a so... pen. All right. Oh, wait, I have my cool dad's pen. Do the offices have people's names in them? They do. Oh, yes. Okay. Do any of them say L. Peterson? Uh, no, none of them say L. Peterson on them. Hmm. When you get down to this uh, turnout, mm-hmm. it appears that it's restrooms. Oh, Kevin uses it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Billy stands in amazement like, is that happening? Is he really? Okay. And Billy will go check out this office while he does. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kevin, whether you flush or you don't flush, they're going to know you were here. So you flush and clean up. <laughs> and they can hear you, man. <laughs> Kevin washes his hand, but quietly. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, about the time that uh, Kevin comes out of the bathroom and Billy steps out of the office that he's been examining. Uh-oh. One of these guys steps out. It's a white shirt, jacket, and tie. He's, he's got a, a payday hand, candy bar in his hands, and he, he just kind of stops for a second and sees the three of you and says, Hey, what are you doing here? Well, that explains the German shepherds. German? He's, he's got a, a Russian accent. <laughs> uh, it's actually Swedish. Oh. Okay, that explains the Swedish shepherds. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they were wearing leader hose. <laughs> uh, he's got a, a walkie-talkie. Uh, on his belt, and he pulls it up. He says, "Olaf, cut off back exit." Go, oh, so the uh, so the snack machine is upstairs. Good to know. Uh, hey, we're just look. Uh, we're looking for my dad. Your dad? What, yeah. What is, office is the office is closed right now. Who is your Who is your father? Uh, Billy point just you know very very surreptitiously points to the. To the door plaque that's right next to him, hoping hoping that you know he sees it. Oh yeah, I turn and look at the plaque. What does the plaque say? Uh, Simon Arnold's. All right, uh, uh, Simon Arnold's. Simon, Simon went home almost an hour ago. Oh, okay. Uh, we should probably be going then. Yeah, you come with me. We we take you upstairs, and I call Simon. And we find out what this what this is all about, okay? I look behind us. Is Olaf there yet? Uh, no. You can, you can hear him shouting at the dogs, though. Uh, the sound is conducted down the elevator. All right, I glance I glance at Billy and Kevin to see if they if they're moving to move forward or back. <laughs> So, behind him, do we see a? Is, was there a staircase or was there an elevator? Behind, he he came down a staircase, and I'm just going to give you a little bit more info here because I just decided to do this. Wait, we're in a confined hallway. He's got a. I'm casting fireball. Yeah. He's got a. <laughs> <laughs> 
Divine smite him. <laughs> I cast Morden Titan's Watchdog. All right, so he's got a patch on his jacket that looks like that. Move on field. Dude, I think he's breaking in with two. Hmm. So, what's this guy's Oh, Hadar? Okay. Hadar. I look over at Kevin and he's like, come on, man. We'll uh, let him call your dad. Your dad will come pick us up because your dad for- obviously forgot that he was supposed to meet us here to give us a ride home or give us a ride to your place. So, let's just go. Let's just, you know, so we can get on with our evening. And as I, my head is turned away from him to look at you guys, give you a wink. <laughs> okay. I nod. All right. <laughs> That's fine. All right. So are you going upstairs with him? Yep. Uh, let's let's do it. What is the worst that could happen? Is he leading the way or is he following us? He's following. Cool. Oh. So we can push him down the stairs. Oh. It's a lot more work to bury a person than a dog. You're, you're up here in the in the lobby now. Okay. The lobby. See, uh... Is that window open? Uh, that is the main door. Oh, <laughs> is it open? <laughs> uh, it is closed. But closed may not mean locked. Um, however, it does have a crash bar. Oh. Just as I was inside, hoping for. Because so. it's the 80s. Everything had a crash bar on it. Right. All right. So Hadar is heading for the reception desk and the phone. And these two dogs come running down the corridor toward you. What you doing? Hmm. They look excited. How angry do the dogs look? Uh, the dogs don't look angry since they're in the presence of their owners. They're uh, they seem okay, and they actually one of them is is wagging its tail when it sees Kevin. See, after all those all successes, right. I mean, okay, <laughs> okay. So my plan on sleep so, was that as soon as we get to the top here, and Mister Hadar goes into that office, is that we just make a bolt for the door. Yeah, I I make a motion with my eyes at the door to Billy. Like, is this what you were? Is this what you were wanting to do? Because I'm ready to make a break for it as well. And and I give the head nod of like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. So Kevin, it has has Hadar gone into his office? I mean, I was planning on just making a break as soon as it happened. The dogs have made me slightly worried, though. I'm going to admit. Uh, he's got his back to you. He didn't go into the office. He went up to the reception desk a little to the north of you. Then forget the run, because if we run, that the dogs are going to chase. That's just what they do. So I say we just make slow, not slow, but just you know, determined, quiet steps to get as close to the door as we can while dude's back is turned to us. Okay. All right. In that case, it's sneak rolls. Oh, sneak. Okay. Which is the only thing I've done right tonight. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. But Kevin's Billy like already and... there, right? <laughs> <laughs> Billy and Cody are sneaky. Uh Kevin's got some gonna have some problems. Um do you want to attempt to luck or push it? Yeah, I mean oh, you've already spent um... one luck point, haven't you? Oh wait, I used my pride. Does that count as luck? Oh, that's right. You used, you used your pride, not luck. There's no way I'd get it. Um, no. When I'm he gets gonna... noticed, can I switch to moving quickly and try to pull him through the door and then shut it behind us? Mm-hmm. Dogs yes, can't know. operate crash bars afterwards. After all, all right. Uh, however, if, if you go move. that route, uh, 
we're going to need also a move roll from Kevin, and he'll take a condition. Okay. Well, I have one success on move, so up to you how you want to play it, Kevin. I mean, if you're grabbing me, we're doing it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I like... Um, I'm assuming I like drop my water gun because I forget right. and it's leaking a little in my pants. <laughs> That's not very suave. <laughs> All right. Well, I need a I'll need a move roll from you, uh, and uh, you're going to take a condition because of the failed sneak. Oh All right. Okay. Failed sneak. Um, I'm going to be a little upset that I got water on my pants. <laughs> Okay. It kind of looks like I did something else. <laughs> I say the location is everything. All right. So uh, Billy and Cody are, are through the door. Uh, and uh, Kevin's almost there when Hadar turns around and says, hey. And he, he shouts something in, in Swedish and the dogs dart forward. And Cody manages to grab him by the back of the jacket and pull him through the door. And they, they, they close it in, in front, but uh, not before one of the dogs grabs his pant leg and is kind of like shaking him and jerking him. So not only has he urinated on himself, apparently, even though he just went to the bathroom. <laughs> Quantum Childhood is brought to you by... In these uncertain times, do you want to enjoy a meal at your desk while respecting the health and safety of your co-workers? With the Safe Snack 7000, you can keep your face covering and enjoy your favorite foods, thanks to our specialized food delivery system. Just load your meal into the Safe Snack 7000's patented pouches, secure over your mouth and nose, and enjoy the flavors and aroma hands-free. Mmm, works great! The Safe Snack 7000, inspired by horses, ergonomically designed for you. All right. Dude, that dog is a weird type of therapy dog. <laughs> I do not feel better. Come on, Kevin. It wasn't that scary. I'm I'm looking at the wet the wet spot on his pants. <laughs> Seriously, dude, get it together. Like, gentlemen, jokes later. Bikes now. <laughs> I feel like we better go ahead with with talking to Lena again. What do you think? Hope they haven't called her. Why would they call her? Why, why would they call her? I don't know. Maybe there's a security breach and they alert the people who work there now. Wait, she's a doctor, right? I mean, we presume. I mean, she's a mad scientist. Sure. I can see where you're... Maybe she could fix... Are you sure you want her to operate on your bird? Wasn't she the one who put the chip in its head in the first place? I know, the best one to get rid of it. Right? <laughs> are you thinking this, guys? Or no? I'm thinking that pretty soon we're going to have Robo Chicken in our clubhouse. Robo Chicken. Explain, man. Explain. <laughs> I'm lost. I'm lost again. <laughs> well, do you understand how that chip works, man? I mean, obviously, I don't. no. So what I'm thinking is we can go there and see see what she thinks of us before we let her know that we have a cyborg oh, valid close point. to us, you know, listening to us. Okay. Because I don't know, that that place gave me the creeps. And uh, we saw her coming out, so some, something shady is going on. We can't play all our cards at once. Do we have anybody who could drive us out there? 
Jerry doesn't have a car, right? Probably not. I mean, it seems unlikely that Jerry has a car since he's homeless. <laughs> Joe Mar might have been con- able to keep convince his sister to do it, but he's been so Is his sister, busy recently that he's sister not here. in school. Uh, she's a high schooler. Yeah, I could ask her to prom. Uh, you you do have a, a skill that is useful for determining whether or not you know someone. That's true. Oh, totally. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll that. Okay, I I'm gonna roll contact. Oh, nice. All right, all right. So, what if, let's see the effects for contact. Oh, bonus effects for contact. What bonus effect would you like to take? I want to take using the contact as an item with a plus one bonus. Okay. And then, Kevin, if you decide you want to take the same uh, bonus effect, then you can make that a plus two, and you've both thought of the same person. So hard. Uh, None of these bonus effects is you kiss this person at one point in time. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say they healed one of my conditions. So then, Cody, Mm -hmm. uh, who did you call? Who did I call? Do I know anybody useful? Because at first I was thinking of the the girls I was talking to earlier, but they're not old enough to drive. <laughs> what about Stacy's mom? Isn't Stacy a runaway? <laughs> yes, she is. However, as we have established in the past, uh, she does have it going on. <laughs> this is true. Can we get a hold of Jomar's sister? I forget her name. Uh, Krista. Yeah. Sure. But maybe call her and, uh, or try to call Jomar, but he's not there and she is. So you call up Krista, or you call Jomar, uh, and he's not a, not available to come to the phone for some reason. But Krista answers, and she thinks it's a little a little odd. But you've all been good good friends for to Jomar, and she likes uh, her brother a lot, obviously. So she agrees to give you a lift out to Lena's farm. I'm thinking she brings me like a milkshake or something, and that I don't feel upset <laughs> after that. <laughs> or a hair dryer. All right. <laughs> so you, you you all stop you she uh, stops by McDonald's on the way there, and you all get a a milkshake. Yes, and some fries. Sweet. All right. So uh, Krista pulls up to Lena's farm, and it's of course. Uh, Still got a kind of a junkyard in front. She says, are you sure this is where you, you wanted to come? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, all right. I'll 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 wait here in the car. How how long do you think you'll be? Who can tell? I mean, I mean, we're she's probably going to feed us something. <laughs> <laughs> you just had McDonald's. Yes, but we're, go- well, we're, yeah, but growing, we're growing boys. Kids. She rolls her eyes and says, well... Don't take too long. We'll try not. Thanks. Thanks for the ride. Yep. All right. So I presume you go to the the main house. Yeah. Yes. And uh, right. who who um, had the blood? Kevin or Billy? We all did. Uh, Billy did. I, yeah. Uh, only only Billy found his own, and he he took a couple other oh. classmates. Oh, I didn't find anyone. Okay. I didn't find the rest of our groups. No, I thought I did. They were still on the centrifuges. Ah. Billy, we should show, show her one of those vials. Just 
Yeah. Not exactly blackmail, you know, but so that she knows we're serious. Mm-hmm. Just hold up like, we know. Exactly. Yep, good idea. And I, I knock. All right, this time, as you approach, there's actually a little less of the machinery and scrap in the front, and you see that there are a couple of robots that appear to have been recently constructed out of bits and pieces, cobbled together out of parts. Back on robots again. And they're moving around. One of them is actually painting this barn over here. Oh, that's so cool. And another one is is uh, picking up scrap and apparently trying to organize it somehow. And so you knock on the front door, and instead of Isaac or Lena, this fellow uh, answers the door. And yes, that is a robot in a wig. <laughs> I was too focused on the ponytail. <laughs> so this is what Don Johnson would look like as a robot. <laughs> More to the point, this is what Don Dixon would look like as a robot. <laughs> Didn't they have like a fling or something? That was the rumor. Or was that someone else? Oh, and he okay. was definitely obsessed with her. And what ended up happening to Don Dixon? No one knows. Uh, See, okay. that, that's what we should really be uh, you know, investigating. Because you cared about him so much. And you never even met, even met him, though, did you? That was in the wait, first wait. adventure. Billy did not. No. Everybody else goes way back with him. So this guy opens the door and says, Hello, may I help you? Uh, yeah, we need to speak to Lena. Lena, of course. The master is this way, if you please. And he leads you in, into the living room where uh, we have Isaac in there. And so I think I've got a, do I have a token? I don't have a token for Wagner. Yeah, I do. There he goes. So he leads you in, into the living room where Lena is eating dinner. She looks up, uh, stares at you for a few moments imperiously, chewing on a piece of roast beef and says, you again, what are you doing here? Billy reaches into his pocket, <laughs> oh. pulls out a vial of blood with his name on it and, and just holds it up for her to see. She quirks an eyebrow and up. She says, is that supposed to mean something to me? We're looking for some quid pro quo, doctor. She says, I'm sure I don't know what you mean. You don't know what Isaac leans over and says, (laughs) Isaac leans over and says, that means tit for tat, I believe, master. She she gives him a (laughs) withering glance. She says, I know what the Latin means. I don't know why they're bringing it up. So maybe you'd like to tell us why the place that we just saw you coming out of has vials of all of our blood in a, in a laboratory with notes about cybernetic experimentation, which are the which are the biggest words that Billy has ever used in his life. <laughs> oh, that. <sighs> well, I suppose I could. I could tell you a little bit about that. It has nothing to do with me, really. I'm oh, so, kind of so a, something with robots has nothing to do with you. As he stares directly at Isaac and the Donbot. Believe it or not, no, it doesn't have anything to do with me. And in fact, you're not looking at robots in this case. You're looking at cyborgs. Uh, it seems that the middle school nurse has taken into her head that someone in the school has been replaced by a cyborg 
and she's trying to figure out who. So she drummed up this chicken pox excuse to take blood from everybody she could. She's running through the centrifuges at work, looking for nanotechnology, and it's it's really quite ridiculous, if you ask me. As Why does she care? As time travel and cyborgs and and mind control? Oh, I don't mean that the concept is ridiculous. I mean, that's perfectly sound. I've done a little bit of work in cybernetic, cybernetics myself. No, what I mean is the idea that someone would bother replacing high school, middle school students with cyborgs is patently absurd. I mean, what would be the point? What if it wasn't students? What if it was faculty? What if it was? Again, what would be the point? I mean, it's a middle school. And I cast, I cast Billy a shush look. Why is the nurse so worried about it then? And you still haven't told us what you were doing at the, at the lab. Well, what I was doing there is none of your business. And as for the nurse, it's her job to worry about students. (sighs) Well, I'd say my blood means my business. And I'd also say you're being very uncooperative for someone who we rescued from dinosaurs. Ta! <laughs> you didn't rescue me from dinosaurs. You rescued me from a microbe, and I'd have gotten out eventually on my own anyway. Clearly, it was, the it fever was messing with your head when the, the dinosaur tried to rip apart your house. It's not just the dinosaurs well, you owe us for, lady. You also owe us for saving the town from you. Interesting I have approach. No Billy. idea what you're talking about. Yes, you do. Isaac, you've told her about the first time we met, haven't you? Oh, uh, well, no. It, it, it slipped my mind. I, I didn't actually tell her, her of your involvement in disrupting her nefarious, I mean, her brilliant plans. She turns her head slowly and looks at the robot. Wagner, in the meantime, appears, I mean, he doesn't really have the ability to make expressions, but he appears to be enjoying himself nonetheless. Uh, I don't know what Kevin has to say to this lady. She's kind of a jerk. Which <laughs> yeah, that's why Billy pulled that out. Because like, your screw-up caused the entire town to start acting crazy. If not for us, probably more. it would have happened to more people. There would have been deaths. And once that started happening, the government would have come in and shut this entire place down. And once it was determined that you were the root cause of it, you'd be sitting inside staring at a 10 by 10 foot cement box for the rest of your life. Isaac leans over and says, in point of fact, you probably would not have survived the experience at all. You were not in the best of health by the time the Aaron was shut off. Lena's face darkens and she says, well, I suppose then that I am, am somewhat in your debt. However, I warn you, if you cross my path again, ruin another one of my plans, there will be hell to pay. Lady, if we'd never cross paths with you again after this, I think we'd all live happy, happy, full, rewarding lives. And probably ones that would last very long. But for right now, help us out and stop screwing with the laws of nature. But um, while while we're on the subject, uh, <laughs> what happened to all those birds from that time? You know, the birds, oh, the birds. 
Well, that was possibly not the uh, most successful of my experiments. Billy shoots him a look like much, much better. Billy shoots him a look like really now. <laughs> Kevin's like, win's a better time. <laughs> Really, Donald mishandled that entire situation. I gave him one simple job, locked him in so that he would be sure to do it, and he couldn't even get that right. Where is he? And suddenly the gears click in my head, and I look at the the uh, Wagner robot. And I say, wait a second. You said these are cyborgs? No, of course not. These are robots. Cyborgs are entirely different. Hmm. Wagner speaks up and says, indeed. I am the most advanced, most brilliant robotic scientist ever constructed. Billy looks at uh, at uh, at Isaac and say, "You're going to take that from him." Give me an empathize check, please. Good call. Uh, Isaac gives you an inscrutable look. So, uh, where is Don? Oh, I have no idea. He returned home for a little while. I, I heard, and then he left town. I. Suppose he was heartbroken. He did come by here, but uh, I didn't want to see him. I told Isaac to send him away. Gotcha. I understand being chased by hordes of admirers. <laughs> yes, it's, it's a burden. Are you uh, Are you seeing anybody? This is a peculiar line of questioning, but no. There's no one that I have ever met who, has, who measures up to my intellectual potential. I wouldn't waste my time with them. Speaking of wastes of space, do you know of anyone who's working on cloning? Oh, there are a few cloning uh, projects going on here and there. Um, I'm not aware of anyone at, uh, in the loop right now. They tend to go more for uh, less squishy fields of research. Hmm. I guess that means that maybe the Farty Allens are cyborgs after all. Farty Allens? Yeah. What nonsense is this? Well, not that you not that you would care because it's such a lowly middle school janitor, but there's two of him. Exactly identical. And I mean, more so than just like twin brothers. I mean, it's the same guy times two. She leans forward, rests rests her chin on her her hand and says, Really? Someone is duplicating school janitors. How droll. Yeah, and I must say the workmanship is indistinguishable from the flesh and blood Farty Allen on all and, uh, sensory counts. <laughs> I might I might um regret this, but I've got the neurology book in my backpack. Mm -hmm. I take it out and I say, look I know this is just like a high school, college neurology book, but this was in the nurse's office. Was it in the nurse's office or the librarian's office? It was in the library. This was in the, in the office of the library. This was in our librarian's office. And it's the only one of a bunch of books about, well, your kind of stuff that didn't disappear when she did. Is there any? Uh, she takes the book and flips through it a little bit. And she says, Hmm. Well, the book itself is fairly rudimentary, but these some of these notes in the margins are quite brilliant. Uh, who, who's, whose book was this, did you say? Uh, well, you know, we're not totally sure, but we think they're coming to the dance. 
<laughs> oh, this is going to be weird. <laughs> Does Kevin have a crush on uh, on the Kevin's the like, doctor? shut up. <laughs> Dude, what are you doing? Dude, you got to know when to hold him. <laughs> this is not happening. What was the librarian's name again? Oh, Mary Walker. Uh, librarian's name was Mary Walker. Texas Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Well, never heard of her, but uh, if this was her work, then she is absolutely wasted in a school library. Oh, she's not in the school library. She disappeared uh, about six, seven months ago. Hmm. No, good for her. Moving on up, probably. Just out of curiosity, is the name we... Jeff Allen ring any bells? Mm, no. When you say now, look, I when you say that I'm in the middle of my dinner. Could you please go somewhere else? Do you have any pizza? <laughs> Obviously not, dude. If she had pizza, she wouldn't be eating roast beef. <laughs> Bad point. <laughs> Cheesecake, maybe. <laughs> you look like a cheesecake person. I'm sorry. Are you attempting to invite yourself to dinner? I'd ask you for a drink, but I, I had a pretty sneaky suspicion that all you've got in the fridge is tab. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just to go. Isaac, would you please see these children to the door? B- Billy starts to walk away, grabs him by the jacket, and just starts pulling him. <laughs> oh, and I'm taking the book back. Cody, are you uh, going to the door also? Yeah. All right. We're done here. Isaac follows follows behind you. His his cane tapping on the floor. And Why as does he gets, robot have a cane. Why wouldn't he? he That's likes Kevin's it. thought. <laughs> Uh, and as he gets to the end of the hallway and he's he's seeing you out the door, uh, who's the last one through? Probably Kevin, because he's being dragged. That's true. <laughs> right. He he takes hold of your collar with uh, just two fingers, leans in and says, Be careful. I do not think that Wagner is entirely stable. I would recommend that you not come back here. Hey. It could be dangerous. Dude, ask him about your bird. Maybe he can help if she won't. Hey, um, have you ever performed surgery on anything at all? I have never performed surgery. However, I do have a basic lexicon stored in my memory. Okay, I mean, can you meet us at the, uh, probably not at the hideout, right? Where's the Aaron. Joe Mars Aaron. At the what? Uh, well, the Aaron, the thing um, where we met him the first time. Oh, yeah. That place. I am afraid that it will probably not be possible for me to get away. At least not unless know, like, Lena sends the master sends me on an errand into town. Maybe like next week. I'll tell you what. If I am able to get away, uh, do you have a phone number where I can reach you? Oh, yeah. Eight, six, seven. I mean, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> And I give him, um, oh man, whose number would be smart to give him? Uh, do you have a walkie-talkie? A walkie-talkie? No, I am afraid I do not have such, possess such a device. You don't have like a ra- robot uh, radio built in? Well, yes, I do. But I'm Short afraid wave. that it, it doesn't interface with Citizen Band. Oh, man, okay. Does it interface with uh, telephones? Well, no, but I have a voice box for that. That's a good point. Tell you, hey, if you ever think that that Wagner's going to do something shady, 
you can let us know. Well, that seems like it would present quite a great risk to you. However, if well, I should become desperate, I shall keep it in mind. Hey, you know, we were able to survive your buzzsaw and uh, shock brothers. So I figure we can handle Wagner. Mm. Wagner is an order of magnitude more dangerous than those simple creatures. What's magnitude? Brother, so are we. So have uh, you decided whose phone number you're, gonna get, you're going to give him? Wait, he's a robot who has a lexicon. Let's just give him all our numbers. <laughs> what is with you guys in wanting to play all our cards at once? <laughs> I, I, I'm going to give him my, my home number. All right. Since my dad works I'm at the give my Distraction mostly. My work number. Are you done with Isaac then? Yes. I think so. So Krista gives you a ride back to town. By now, it's late enough that you probably ought to uh, go home. Yep. So honestly, I mean, I know we got more information, but I, I don't feel like we're any closer to figuring out the the ballad of Farty Allen. Yeah, we haven't found the right um, the right people who will actually help us. Dad, gummit, that's what we should have asked Lena, since she really wasn't didn't know anything about it or didn't care to know anything about it. We should ask her who did know. Let's see what like what do we know right now? We know they're taking blood. They're doing something with cybernetic stuff. Is that related? Mm -hmm. We think that's related to Farty? I mean, that's what started us on this whole trip to begin with. All that and the blood. Okay. You I feel, know like, that I feel are, like, I don't know. You know that there Maybe are they're... at least two uh, instances of the school janitor. You haven't interacted with him at all. Oh, that's oh. true. To, uh, the reason is because whenever you talk about them, Brian, you kind of do so in a sinister tone. <laughs> well, but I mean, the same thing with Lena, and uh, you I, just told I her would everything think that, that would we knew. Make you curious. <laughs> Honestly, I'm more scared of Party than the Velociraptors. <laughs> That's legit. That's a legitimate fear. But totally, we could just meet up with them at school and just interact. Everybody interact with multiple ones. We could coordinate it with walkie-talkie. Oh, that's true. You think the multiple farties are out during the day? I mean... They could be well, recharging I, during that time. Yeah, but we never checked any of the janitor closets, Oh, right? so are you saying we should we should be delinquent during school hours and search for him in the school? I mean, who's going to history or math class? Anyway? That's well, a really good case point. point <laughs> I'm, I'm delinquent quite a bit anyways, so I mean, it's kind of a normal day for me. <laughs> it would involve being more productive than usual for yourself. I'm seriously going to cut into we'll my volunteer. nap time and my my, my nap <laughs> and my um and and my uh, you know destruction of property time, but yeah, I, I suppose I could squeeze out some some hours in my day. We could less, all less petty vandalism, more crime solving. Fine, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I've got an idea on how to how to push things a little bit. Uh, so next day at school. And just real quickly, oh, Stacy was related to the. She wasn't related. To Don Dixon. She was related to Don Dixon. Yes. Oh, I was trying she to remember was if it was him or Chris Blake. All right, it's a tangled web. And we see her at school, or no? Yes. Uh, Cody has seen her at school. Cody, we could ask her out with a grand gesture to the dance. Then she has to meet up with us. And during the slow dance, you can uh, <laughs> interrogate her. Classic Bond. 
don't don't the ladies generally like Bond before they dance with him? I don't know. I she she feels more like the the assassin trying to murder me right now. If I'm honest, man. <laughs> assassin girl who likes Bond, same thing. I'm just telling you, a girl does not throw rocks through your window unless she's interested. <laughs> okay. I I trust you. I'll give it a try. I don't think it's a good <laughs> idea, but I'll give it a try. We don't know where she lives, right? Um, Who, Stacy? Yeah, you, yeah. She lives in Don Nixon's house. Didn't the police raid it? Or Oh, dude. We can do the boombox on the shoulder serenade <laughs> at night. Ask out. <laughs> or not. I don't know. That may be too much, Cody. <laughs> that, that's your high charm strategy? I'll let you wear my jacket. That that doesn't sound like a bad idea. <laughs> I think it definitely would not fit you. <laughs> oh. I said it didn't sound like a bad idea. I think it probably would be a bad idea. <laughs> Okay, so we're agreed. You're asking her out? I mean, to the dance for information? I mean, maybe. I'll try to I'll try to talk to her when I when I see her next. All right. There's never gonna be a Cody Jr. <laughs> it's, it's the dancing I don't know about, man. Next day at school. You remember mm-hmm. I mentioned Julie. Mm-hmm. Jenny, Jenny, and Julie. Yep. Oh. Well, Julie uh was staying after school uh yesterday. She had some some kind of project due that she was working on, and she never came home. And the entire school is abuzz about Julie's disappearance. In particular, people are are very concerned and very upset by the possibility that something untoward happened to her. Because in the place that she was studying, there is a uh, a small blood stain that wasn't there yesterday. She was studying in the library. With the candlestick. (laughs) Maybe Farty Allen does eat people, guys. He's not a messy eater if that's all the blood there is. Well, I mean, look at him. Is this this a man who's ever let a meal go to waste? Okay. So, I'm going to like... We're meeting up during history class, right? Yeah. Okay. We're going to mess with... Check on Dr. Farty. All right. All right. How are you going to do that? I guess we'll... Uh, oh, got this oh, you got a plan? All right, go for it. Yes, okay. So we're pretending to help with the uh, clean the dance decoration stuff, and I'm going to spill a container of glitter and glue. Okay. And when he comes to clean it up, then what? Well, I'm going to, like... Of look and see if he looks like extra robot-y. <laughs> Cyborg-y. Spray him with your, spray him with your water pistol. Yeah, that won't make him mad or turn murder bot at all. Oh, uh, when he's, when he's like turned away, scrubbing on the floor, I totally spray him in the back just a little bit. Okay. So, uh, you are in, uh, the lunchroom because that's a good place to have a lot of room to do posters. And you, Casually spill your glue and glitter on the floor and then alert the whoever's the supervising teacher that you need, you know, the janitor to come and, and clean that up because glue is a big mess. And so uh, Farty Allen shows up. You smell him coming. 
and he looks uh, foul-tempered as, us- as usual, scowls around, and uh, leans down to start scrubbing up glue and, and sweeping glitter into his, his dustpan. And uh, you spray him in the back with your, your water pistol. He immediately jerks up, turns around, and he's looking for the kid with the water pistol. You going to try and conceal it? I'm going to, like, oh, man. Um, I'm assuming there's, like, a table. Maybe I'm shooting from across the table to Adam. Sure. I feel like that would be... Okay. And I just kind of shove it under the table, kind of cover it with my hands on a seat next to me. All right. Give me an empathize roll, please. <clears throat> oh, wait. No, wait. Uh-oh. You should be good at that. That's <laughs> I'm not. Empathize his <laughs> mind. Oh. This You're is right. not going to go well. Make it a charm roll instead, then. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. So you manage to hide the water pistol. His uh, gaze sweeps across several people, but you know this is just kind of a day in the life of the middle school janitor. So he turns his mustachioed countenance back to what he was doing, kind of shifts his shoulders a little bit uh, because of the wetness. And once he's done cleaning, he packs up the stuff in his cart, gives one last glare to all the kids in the room, and uh, trundles off down the hallway. Oh, I mean, like, when he's leaving, I want to say, like, something. Like something? Um, like, hey, how's it going? He turns around and says, I don't know that the answer would matter a, a whit to a pissant like you, but I'm having a crummy day. Thank you very much. Uh, okay, you're welcome. <laughs> and he trundles trundles off to the north and turns the corner. Okay, somebody follow him. Yeah, we should follow him. Who is following? I want to follow this farty. I'm going to keep my okay. eyes out for the other one. Yeah. All right, so Billy, are you staying in the cafeteria then? Yes. All right, and what about Kevin? Uh, I'm going to go start off down this way. I'm assuming we all brought walkie-talkies because we're specifically planning to do this. <laughs> They're a little conspicuous, but sure, I'll allow them in, in your backpacks. Okay. All right. Remember, so then, ring uh, when you have a sighting. No no talking into lapels. <laughs> yeah. What, you guys have lapels? I am underdressed. Billy says, what are lapels? <laughs> uh, Dude, you're about to... Into a world of fashion. <laughs> Billy raises an eyebrow and says, Are you Hard sure that pass. shouldn't be the show title? <laughs> Sounds like something Willy Wonka would say. <laughs> Come and see, and you'll be in a world of pure, crazy fashion. <laughs> Funny enough, Gene Wilder would still play this part. Uh, yes, he certainly would. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Cody, are you uh, making an attempt to be unseen as you follow Alan? Uh, yeah, I will at first. All right, so give me a sneak. Hmm. All right. So I am unsuccessful. Right. So he uh, he goes into this stairwell over where over here uh, and heads okay. down into the basement areas. There's a basement. Right. As he goes, he he casts a glance down the hallway and, and sees you. Uh, so if you try to follow him down, he will probably be aware of your presence. Uh, yeah. Given the failed role, I'm going to, I'm going to follow him down. Okay. 
not well. I'm treading heavily on the stairs. <laughs> now we come to it. Is there darker sync pop playing now? <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, definitely got the suspense suspense music coming up at this point. All right, in the basement, there's the the usual stuff. There's some some storage for uh, scenery and props for the drama department. Um, okay. The old boilers are down here, and you poke your head around around the corner just in time to see him unlock a uh, a really heavy padlock and go into a, a side room. Um, you, I don't imagine you've probably been down here before. No. So you have no idea what that room might be, or why it would be locked like that. Uh, he has left his his cart. He pushed that into a one of those janitor's closets up upstairs before he went down. So he didn't have the cart with him. Give me an investigate check, please. Excellent. All right. Uh, when the door opens, you hear what sounds like a girl whimpering. <sighs> okay. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna duck behind the cart and then take out my walkie-talkie and radio the boys. Okay. What do you say to them? Coming in. <laughs> mean. <laughs> Require backup in the basement. Over. Copy that, Ghost Rider. Help is on the way. Oh yeah. Um. Yes, I'm coming. <laughs> yes over note to self make him watch Top Gun <laughs> alright so as soon as you have uh, released the button on your last acknowledgement uh, All right. you are suddenly grabbed from behind Big do early, I smell anything you don't smell anything oh dear uh, at least no more so than uh, you were smelling as you followed Farty down to begin with. Okay. But there's now a big burly arm uh, around your throat, pulling you backward off balance. Okay. Um, I'm going to, both because of my pride and with it, I think I have to try to fight. Should I roll force? Uh, you may roll force to attempt to break I'm free. Roll force. All right. Cool. Well, that's one success without using the pride, I guess. But yeah, I'm fighting like heck to get free. All right. Um, so you're pulled backward uh, a few feet and then thrown uh, into the room that you saw Farty go into a few moments ago. Okay. Uh, it's very clear that he intended to throw you against the wall and and at least stun you. Uh, All right. But you're athletic, athletic and and skillful enough that you managed to. Uh, to keep your feet, fend off the wall, uh, and stumble out into the middle of the room. Okay. Uh, you are in what looks like a very crude operating theater. In the middle of the room, there is a, some kind of a surgical table with uh, instruments. Not all of them look like they should be used in surgery because there's things like... A, Trombone? Uh, <laughs> I was thinking more like an electric drill, you know? Yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like uh, handyman's tools, a lot of it. I mean, there are, there are some more 
refined tools or some scalpels and so forth and a bone saw. Um, but a lot of it looks like just regular tools, screwdrivers and a, a, the electric drill and that kind of thing. In one corner, there is uh, a girl handcuffed. Uh, you recognize this is Julie and she's got uh, apparently a, a head injury and there's, there's dried blood over half, half of her face. Okay. Uh, turning around to see the, the guy that threw you, threw you in here. It's a, uh, looks like it's, it's farty, but right. there's another farty already in here, uh, holding a circular saw and grinning at you. And there's a third one, except the third one. I knew it. Does not look like a person. Uh, he is some kind of grotesque half man, half machine with flesh pulled over his uh, metallic body parts. And he says, you should not have come in here, boy. And now I've got more than enough parts to make another. You don't have a picture of this one, right? I do not, no. Okay, good. Because <laughs> <laughs> Isaac was creepy enough. We don't need this. Yes, he is quite grotesque. So how close are we to his position? All right. Well, uh, let's go into extended trouble now. Three forties. I'm going to say that this will require uh, three times your number in successes, so you need 12 total. Uh, ooh, we are running kind of late on this. So we'll rush through really fast. Everybody just choose the, the skill that you want to apply, and I will narrate it as quickly as I can. All right. Ooh, I want to lead. Uh, actually, your this was your plan, and I will go ahead and let you apply those six dice that you had before. Oh, yes. Okay. So you can you can actually choose um, an additional skill, and oh, the other two okay. can other two can use those six dice. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, I want to I want to charm I want to kind of charm pop in there and kind of distract people, get them off off their top game. Okay. Maybe run them against each other. Oh, that's a good idea. Like, what the, are you going to do? The real really? slim shady. Please stand up. All right. So Kevin is charming. What about Billy? While they're being distracted by Mr. Charming, I'm going to try to sneak my way in and see if I can't make my way over to Julie. Okay. Oh, okay. Since I'm the actual, since I actually have a knife, I can use it to. Is she? Is she? What's she tied up with? Rope, chain, uh, handcuffs. Oh crap! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> However, uh, depending on the results of your role, I will give you uh, a way to get her free. Oh, for like, sure. like this isn't the first time Billy's been around handcuffs. Right. <laughs> Okay, so Julie, which one is your least favorite hand? <laughs> uh, what about Cody? I'm actually tempted to use contact. Like, I could just use one of my physical skills like I typically do, but I'm tempted to use contact to try to get Stacy Johnson as a deus ex machina. <laughs> but I'll leave that up to your discretion. Otherwise, I can just try to attack the guy with the, the circular Actually, saw. if I might recommend... 
Why don't you try to get Krista? Because she'll give you two more dice. Oh, that's true. No, that's a that's a good point. All right. Yeah, then I will I will try to contact. Okay. Everybody make your rolls. Oof. Oh. <laughs> um yeah, somebody use those six dice to mm. We'll get there soon. I got we... one success. Let's Cody use the six. Well, dice. I'm gonna use a luck. I'm gonna use one of my luck for to re-roll that, obviously, since I oh well. Can I use my second luck point as well? You may. Oh gosh. <laughs> my goodness. <Wow>. Alright. <laughs> that is definitely rolling dice. Okay. Uh Kevin, make your charm roll, please. Oh, you uh, did. I did. It was one. Right, we got one from Kevin's <laughs> I guess charm. I'm gonna luck that. Oh, you're gonna Yeah, I'm gonna okay. luck that. Oh. <laughs> went backwards. All right, so uh, Billy and Cody each roll uh, three dice for the dice pool, the lead. Uh, uh, slash R, three D6. And it's three times us, so we only need to get to nine, right? right? Yeah, but so far we have one. Two. Oh, right. Uh, you, we have two? You erased one, sorry. <laughs> yeah, oh, we still man. only have one. <laughs> this is rough. Whew. Uh, we can. S- okay, and you've got the two dice for Krista, who will hopefully show up in the middle of this. So those are Cody's. I just want to say, were this not on the computer, we all of us would be collectively ditching these dice. <laughs> oh, tonight. absolutely! Whoa! Still nothing. Come um, on! We're getting right. punished for the good rolls in the last two sessions. Yeah. Just, uh... Wait, we can push it, right? <laughs> just try to reset the uh oh. number generator. <laughs> yeah, yes, you can push. Uh so Okay. Kevin, you currently have zero successes, so you can roll your charm over again entirely by taking a condition. Oh, okay, I'm gonna do that. How do the and how I'm do the scared. bonus dice the sorry, how do the bonus dice interact with luck? Oh my gosh. Um, this is not. You're right. A Those extra day. two dice should be re-rolled with the luck, also. Okay. So, so I'm gonna roll four more. Yeah, roll four more. Oh, oh, there's two. There we go. All right. Are we for those two? for those listening in, uh, at home, our dice rolls tonight, our, our computer generated dice rolls have been. Abhorrent. They've been horrible. (laughs) I don't know how many dice we've rolled so far. And and many other synonyms for terrible and bad. (laughs) All right. So, Cody, you've got two successes on however many dice that is. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you can roll another six and take a condition to push. Okay. You have you used your pride yet? Um, no, but I guess now would be a good time to. And it definitely applies. To Nobody situation. but me has my, used ina- pride. my initial my initial rolls having failed so bad. I'm gonna yeah. So I'll, I guess one free success, and then these. And then there we go. So that's got us at five. Kevin's pushed once, and Cody's pushed once. Billy, would you 
do you have a first of all does your pride kick in I would say so because uh, my pride was making a bully walk away in humiliation. And if you taunt him, let's face it, I will allow you. If pride. I taunt him, yes. All right. Like you know, it's bad enough that you have to be smelly, but you have to be ugly too. <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, when 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 the Almighty was passing out genes, did he just give you all the deficient ones? All right, that takes us up to six. You may take a condition. Oh, I'm going to push again. Well, let, let's let Billy push once. Oh. Uh, you can roll six more dice by taking another condition. Hold on. Um. Oof. Yeesh. All right, Kevin's turn to push again. Okay. Do I add the condition before or after I roll? Uh, the condition doesn't actually apply to these rolls. You take a condition and you just roll oh, okay. the failed dice. So however many... Nine, I guess, right? Oh, wait. So both times it doesn't... Right. None of the conditions? Oh, right, so okay. you, oh yeah. You've got actually an so, extra die. So roll 10d6. So... Oh. There's no way it's going to all be zero. <laughs> so 10d6... I got two. That brings us to seven, right? Yep. No, that that's or, eight. Sorry, to eight. We just need uh, one Kevin, more. You're, have you used your pride? Uh, I did uh, earlier, but I mean, I'm very prideful. <laughs> I could. Okay, so I I did I used my pride, but I did not push. So. Oh no! You 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 pushed. That was your sixty six that you just. Okay. Rolled. Your pride is just an automatic success. That's why you're at eight. Oh, okay. Seven. Gotcha. Can I push again? Uh, I think it's Cody's turn to push again. And I have oh, okay. five more, right, to roll? That sounds right, yes. <clears throat> All right. Nope. Oof. But I still have to take a condition. Uh, Kevin, go ahead and push again. It's just nine. Okay. Would this be ten? It's just nine this time. You've already used that. Uh, well, eight failures, right? Oh right, you uh, you have two successes, so it's actually seven dice that you get to roll this time. Oh, okay. Thank you, Jacob. Thanks for not helping us. Can't make it too easy. Come on. Good night. Oh come on! What? <laughs> Would somebody like to? Okay, pull we all die. Actual d sixes uh, <laughs> and start rolling those. Sure. <laughs> yeah, man, that is a spectacularly bad roll of seventy-six. You know, I got a good feeling about this next one. So, is it my turn to roll <laughs> yes, again? Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, okay. You, get, you didn't pick up any on that last one, so it's another six. All right. Love that sound. That's you know that's going to help us. I can tell. <laughs> Sixty-six. All right, come on, let's do it. Oh, there it is. Oh, you made it. <sighs> Just enough. All right, so this is a tough, tough battle. Um, let me take... Can, did you all check the conditions that you were taking? I did. Uh, how many yeah. did I do? Two or three? Um, yeah, I think it was... Well, I only see two additional rolls from you. 
Yeah, I oh, no, think we is. all only pushed one. twice. It was three. But maybe, maybe Kevin, Kevin, Kevin was really eager to push again, so I think he took three. Okay. Oh, that's right, because you got zero successes on the very first yeah, it was roll of your huge so charm Billy's ball, exhausted right. and scared. Cody, scared and injured. Yeah. Kevin wants a wicked scar. Yeah, I want the I want the circular saw to take off the tip of my toe. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. That's that's very specific. It's the image in my mind. It would also scare me. <laughs> Just a little. All right. Uh so the circular saw wielding farty uh rushes forward at uh Cody. But he is distracted by the other two bursting in at the last minute, or at the very last second. Uh, and his head turns around, and he kind of slips, and that saw comes down on, on your foot. Uh, and it is so painful. But, see, Kevin... Ke- Kevin is is a wild man in this fight. He's He's not very big, and he's not very fierce, but he goes for it. And he's uh, taunting one guy and uh, trying to trying to turn them against each other, um, and all, all the while like hitting whatever he can he can come uh, whatever he can reach, and uh, he takes an elbow in the nose, so he's gonna he his nose is a little broken now. Uh, <laughs> a little. If it doesn't heal right, you know that'll look really cool. You got the broken nose like Stallone. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Billy manages to slip through the the chaos, and uh, he reaches the reaches Julie, and he's trying to figure out. Okay, handcuffs. I wasn't prepared for handcuffs. Uh, uh, the the Bianchi model five hundred. We meet again, <laughs> and uh, he's he's searching around, <laughs> looking all over the room for something that he can use to pick those cuffs open. Dodging around uh, farties who are trying to hit him, and uh, it seems like things are are in dire straits but just when all looks lost billy's knocked down and uh, there's a there's a farty looming over him with that electric drill the uh, grotesque one is uh leering at everything and starting to move forward the guy with the circular saw is is waving it around trying to hit uh, kevin with it and that's when krista appears and not just krista she's got five or six other students with her. Uh, apparently when Cody followed uh, Farty down, uh, she followed him, overheard a little bit of the conversation and went back for help. And so all of these students crowd into the room and then tackle the, the janitors uh, and manage to subdue them. And it turns out that they're all cyborgs and they are quite grotesquely and disgustingly pulled apart. Uh, by angry students who are very, very upset uh, about whatever he was about to do to Julie and or Cody. This just turned into an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes, it kind of (laughs) did. And I'm okay with that. (laughs) All right. And to summarize, uh, because we're over time now, uh, what happened was Farty and Mary were dating and uh, they built this cyborg this replica of uh of farty that was really really upset that it was so horrendous 
And so it murdered both of them to try and do it right. And he used their parts to make Ooh. more copies of himself. And uh, he was about to move on to using students to make yet more copies of himself. And they were sharing the janitorial and library duties between them. And the actual reason that he smelled so bad was because there was a pipe that didn't quite connect right. And it was letting bits of methane gas escape from him. I figured it could have also been that you know, rotting flesh. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the end of that. We will remind me and we will do um, experience at the beginning of the next session. Okie doke. And so at least one of the three mysteries that you were pursuing has been resolved <laughs> yeah but it turns out farty was a lone wolf this has been episode nine of the quantum childhood actual play podcast the riddle of farty allen part two the music for this episode is entitled a chase by houses of heaven a royalty-free track provided by the youtube no copyright audio library the Tales from the Loop RPG is based on the art of Simon Stallenhog and uses the Year Zero game engine. More episodes of Quantum Childhood and of the Geek at Arms podcast can be found at geekatarms.com. <laughs>